When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast. It is a Cole Komet Tuesday. Yes. We love our Tuesdays. Cole Komet in the house. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Greg Braggs Jr. with you as well. What's up, Cole? Did you, uh, how'd you enjoy your mini-buy? It was nice. Uh, it was. It went by pretty quick the weekend, but it was definitely enjoyable and got to you know casually watch some football on Sunday, which is always great, and just kind of hang out, so it was a good time. Great to see you guys get a win, Cole. Congrats! Uh, so many moments that we want to go through here. But how about the how about the third down, getting into field goal range, seventeen, finding you, and then let's focus on the Cole Komet shimmy shake to the sidelines. I really liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, after the game, I kind of talked about it, but um, you know, obviously we wanted to score more points throughout the game, but there were two really good situational things that we did well in that game that I think we've struggled with in the past and. That's uh, scoring scoring points at the end of half and then finishing the game ourselves as an offense. And we were able to do both those things on Thursday night on a short week. And I thought those were two, uh, you know, big positives going into this next game. All right. Carm totally skipped over the most important thing we had to start the show with, which is after either of your touchdowns in New Orleans, did you yell out F you brags? (laughs) <laughs> after after the second one I was more I was more aware of it because the first one I just kind of I, I, I did kind of forget about it but the second one um I did say it I don't know if there was any uh any audio that picked up on it though that's For hilarious real? said it yeah that's so a- if, like you see me I go like hit the fans I don't know if they thought I was saying like f you to them but they were like fellow bear fans and I said it so <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. This is great. This is great. I I mean, the amount of fans tweeting at me, F you brags, this lines up. This is great. I mean, I know I, I yelled it at you. My wife's been saying it to me for 20 years, so yeah, go well, Jenny. I just, I just wish you had been mic'd up for that game because I could just picture someone at NFL Films like completely confused going through the audio of the game. Like, wh- yeah, wh- yeah. what the hell that did that mean? Well, that would have well, been, we, we, been good audio. Well, I mean, obviously the first touchdown where you snatched it out of the air like that, that was a hell of a grab. Um, talk about that play for you. Yeah, that was awesome. Um you know, a player just kind of trying to get lost uh, with with the run action, and I was kind of able to slip out from behind. At first, I thought there was going to be no one covering me, but uh, Tyron Matthew kind of sniffing out the whole way, and he he played across the field on it, and uh, Tyson just threw it up to give me a chance, and 
um, was able to make a good play on a really well thrown ball. So uh, that was that was really cool to see. So when you were leaking out, you, did you think you were getting it, or were you were surprised that it was out when it was on the way? Um, at first, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting this ball," and then I I looked up, you know, kind of see what was downfield, and I saw him playing over the top, and I was like, "All right, I'm not getting this now." And then all of a sudden, I look back, and the ball's in the air, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm getting this thing," and it was a great great throw, and then was able to make a play on the ball, and um, yeah, good stuff there. So it was pretty cool. That on was the, awesome. On the second touchdown. You know, I think the thing that was really on display was the blocking. Uh, Tevin mm-hmm. Jenkins is is pulling to the left, and he he kind of, you know, uh, directs it. He, he was going one way, and then he kind of changes who he's going to block to give Bajent that extra second. And then on the on the right side of the line, you got Tyler Scott stone stonewalling a guy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems like the the offensive line and the blocking for your quarterback has has been really improved here lately yeah i think so i think guys are you know more comfortable and with the offense and the scheme as we've been going on with it and you know i think guys are playing at a really really high level up front um you know i think tevin has looked really really good these past few weeks and uh his performance against the state the saints was outstanding i think uh, Darnell has been great. Uh, Darnell Wright, he's been great, and uh, he's just getting better and better every week. So, um, yeah, those guys have been looking good and um, definitely playing with a lot of confidence up front. And they're giving they're giving time for the quarterback for sure. So I might be in the minority on this one because your first touchdown in New Orleans, I mean, that's got to be up there with the best catches you've made in the league. I mean, I remember the one in Pittsburgh too a few years ago um, over the middle, right? But um, I actually liked your second touchdown better. Because the way you sold the block and then you just threw that defender off you. I mean, you tossed that guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, the execution on that just seemed like it was perfect. Yeah, I think that's, you know, kind of playing into my strengths, those type of things. Well, because first I'm so involved in the run game, which I take a lot of pride in. And um, that helps me open up in the pass game. So, um, you know, being physical with the linebacker, I think he maybe had a sense at first it might be a pass and he was soft. But I came off hard and physical and – uh was able to shed him after being a little patient at the line. And uh, Tyson obviously threw a great ball over the shoulder and we were able to execute the play there. So yeah, really just uh, well, well executed and really well thrown ball there by Tyson. Do you know the name of the guy that you completely th- just disposed of in the Carolina game? <laughs> the chip? Yes. Do you see oh, that? Uh, no, I actually don't. Um, I don't know who it was, but I remember I didn't even realize like I kind of I, I hit him that well until after the play when Darnell was like, "Dude, you you tripped the you tripped the shit out of that dude." And I was like, "Oh, good. Well, that makes your job a lot easier." His name is Marquise Haynes Senior. He's been in the league for six years. He's out of Ole Miss. Um, since 2020, Haynes has 12 sacks, six most in the NFL by players with less than 1,100 snaps. Cole, and you, uh, you made him look like me. I, I mean, that, that <laughs> was a, threw him out the club. <laughs> it was yeah, that well, was. T- yeah, it's tough for those guys because I actually short motion down and you can tell when those guys, they're not aware of it and you know that you're going to get a clean a clean shot at them. Uh, it happens here and there. And, you know, some guys you see on tape are more or less aware than others. And, you know, when I was able to short motion down, he didn't even feel it. And no one, unfortunately, none of the backers were helping him out either uh, by giving him an alert call. But, uh, yeah, he came off the line and you could tell that he was not aware of it and was able to get a good, good clean shot on him. Well, we've, we've told you how QB school is breaking you down here throughout the year. He gave you a lot of credit for the, you know, he put some clips together from that game where you had like three or four chips 
in that game that were pretty nice. So it seems like, uh, you know, you're starting to get love even from your, your biggest critics. Well, wow, that's great. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> what do you want uh, to say? To yeah, that? I mean, what? Yeah, with the chips. I mean, that's something that's really big in our offense, and uh, I know it helps out these tackles a lot. And you know, it ends up working out for me because you get a chip, and every so often you get the check down, and I'm able to get some yards after catch there. So, um, yeah, I, I love well, chip, and I think it's it's a kind of a, a good way to get physical with guys, help guys up front. And then when you're able to catch the ball afterwards, it's always a little well, bit of a plus. You just too. have to understand Cole bears. Twitter's got your back, man. So you're, you're balling out. You, you got all these <laughs> touchdowns. You're chipping guys out the club. So we're going, you know, we we're defending your honor on there and we're going at oh, so you're, you're, you're part. You, you consider yourself part of bears Twitter. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. He's like the mayor of bears. Twitter. Yeah. I don't, I don't mayor? know. Mayor. Is yeah. the mayor of Bears Twitter? Okay, yes. Adam Rank probably is the president from NFL Network. Really? I, well, yeah, just because of rank ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. Well, rank and file. We'll talk to you after the sh- after Comet, but that's not that's just a that's not a factual statement. You are the mayor. You are the president. You're the CEO. It's you. <laughs> right? Yes. 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 He, I don't. But enough about me. Yeah, well, here, Cole, I got <laughs> you, you, you are, you're not about stats. So this is just, you know, these, so this is not, you know, any real rankings. It's just the order of catches. I'm curious. Do you, do you know where you rank right now in the NFL as far as tight ends are concerned in total catches? I would think top 10. Yeah, you're top five. Okay. And. We want to guess who's one catch ahead of you, who you might see sometime soon. Who I might see sometime soon. Um, I'm thinking who's up here. Is it a rookie uh, out of Detroit? Laporta, Laporta and Hawkinson coming up. So, so yeah, you got, got so Sam, so Sam Laporta has one more catch than you. But here, I just broke it down, Cole. You. You have uh, on the balls that have been thrown to you. You've made the catch eighty-one percent of the time. Don't you know? I I, don't, I feel like I and tops in the game is T.J. Hawkinson. He's caught seventy-five percent. Travis Kelsey. He's a pretty decent player. He's caught seventy-nine. Laporta's caught seventy-three. You are tied with one guy who's got nine more catches than you on a lot more targets. Well, not not a lot more, but nine more targets, eleven more targets. Excuse me, I can do the math. You want to guess at who that is? Uh, Andrews? Nope, you've got more than Andrews. Evan Ingram. Under, under, oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> I just thought it was interesting to look at. So you've got the top percentage of balls thrown to you. The whole point of this exercise, Cole, is that I think that uh, you know, you're doing a ton out there. But when you throw the ball to Komet, it's a good choice by the offense. I recommend it to whoever playing quarterback sincerely at the Carm. That was the point of this exercise. Thank you, Carm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank no problem. No problem. Yeah. Well, 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 geez, now I feel like I, I feel like I need to follow this up with like something negative, like got, like, like, <laughs> like 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 Cole. What did you do wrong in the last game? We got to correct. Like what? No, you got to be something. No, you oh, need I to did, make it off. I did. I did. I did plenty wrong. I'll say. I'll say that. There's a lot to lot to fix. That, that's for sure. Well, it, right. but it does have to be gratifying that you know you're you're finding your way through the league and. You know, how good can you be? And you're still just, I think you probably think scratching the surface, right? You're 24 years old. The, 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 the best is yet to come. But to, to feel like, I would assume, like you feel 
established now in the league, second contract, the whole thing, the numbers, blocking, all the stuff is showing up on tape. That's got to, I would assume it feels super gratifying for you. And of course, you're pushing for a lot more. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's just been, uh, quite frankly, like how I've gone about my process since the moment I've gotten the league and the guys that I've kind of attached to. Um, and I've been really lucky with people that I've been around and the pros that I've been around. Uh, I think having a guy like Jimmy Graham was huge for me early in my career. And, you know, you learn from other older guys who have done some good things, whether it's a guy like Nick Foles or Andy Dalton, who have played a long time. And guys like Jason Peters, who have, who was with an organization for a very long time. And, you know, now I get to be with a guy like Mercedes Lewis. And you kind of just take bits and pieces of their processes that have worked for them over the course of the year. And, you know, truly, I go in every week, and it's just trying to get better and better every day. And, um, you know, I take a lot of pride in, in, in having a goal for, for a day, whether that be in OTAs or in camp and improving a skill and, you know, just kind of stacking days. And, you know, it's never going to be a straight a straight uh, path upward towards where you want to go. And there's going to be ups and downs as you go throughout this thing. But, you know, as long as you can, you know, look back and see that the arrow is always kind of pointing up at the end of the week, at the end of the day or at the end of the year, um, I always knew I was going to be in a good spot. I know I got plenty of talent and plenty of ability. It's just about, you know, continually putting the work and, and, and staying on course. And I think I've done that so far. Cole, it's, 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 pretty widely accepted that it takes tight ends like a year or two in the NFL to to really you know catch on I think that's part of what kind of makes what Sam Laporta is doing this year uh, so impressive because he's made such a big impact but you know since you you went through that like can you explain to people what's so tough about playing your position you know as a rookie um, cause I know some of these answers, but I feel like you can explain, you can explain it pretty well, just all the responsibilities and, and really what goes into that development on why it takes a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I think first off, it starts with the mental side and, um, not only do you have to be able to take in a whole offense and you have to understand protections, route schemes, defensive looks, uh, run, run blocking schemes. You have to understand all that, you know, you can't, you can't just be, uh, oh, this is my route. You, you, know, you know, you have to know why you're running the route and how it looks for its different coverages. And you have to be able to recognize that on the run. And uh, that takes a lot of just reps and being able on the field and doing those things. You got to understand protections. You know, why, why the line's sliding over here? Why are they sliding over here? What, what's the reasoning? Why is the quarterback canning this play? And when you're able to understand the why behind those plays as to, oh, quarterback's canning this play to a run because of, because of a box issue, because of this or that. You know you're able to play faster, and you know it, it helps. It helps you play, uh, do your job much better. And um, so there's a lot of the mental side. I think physically, you know, you come into the league, and all of a sudden now you're in a three-point stance. You're asked to, to block a 285-pound defensive end who who runs four-five, and and is a you know these are the freaks of the freaks that you got to block. And then you got to go out on a pattern and and run around against uh, against the safety who's you know you know, running four, four or whatever it may be. And you got to be technical with your routes. So there's just so much that goes into it. And then I think, uh, quite frankly, honestly, situation too, you know, you got to having continuity with an offense with a quarterback's a big deal and, you know, getting on the same page in that regard. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. And, uh, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, I've always just taken on myself to, to improve each and every week and, and find things that I can get better at each and every day of practice. How have you just kept your because you, you, you Cole, you're the same every time we talk to you. I mean, you are cons- it's just impressive to me your consistency. How how have you kept 
that through, you know, just trying to get the team to where you guys want to get to. Like, your attitude just doesn't seem to change. Win, lose, whatever. Losing streak, winning streak, all of it. Where where do you I, – I don't know. Maybe point yeah. to where you learned how to handle whatever's coming each week, and I'm still going. I guess maybe the same thing, but it's just in the midst of where you guys are at, it it, it adds on to what you're doing. Yeah, I think um, I think my mentality with all that in terms of just trying to stay even keeled throughout everything and – regardless if it's a good week or bad week, uh, I think comes actually back to my baseball background. Um, in baseball, you know, if you're a Hall of Famer, it deals with a lot of, a lot of failure. You know, if you're, if you're successful 30% of the time, 30% of the time in baseball, you're a, you're, you're a Hall of Famer, and, uh, which is pr- pretty crazy. So you got to be able to learn how to deal with failure and, and deal with ruts and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think just going back to like high school and, you know, playing in college, uh, that type, that that side of baseball kind of helped me translate over to football with things in terms of maintaining a process and, and, and really just focusing on a process in terms of getting better each and every day. Uh, what's it like for you last year, you know, going up against Aiden Hutchinson, you know, going into this game, he always presents problems for teams. Yeah. I thought, um, when we saw him the first time to the second time last year, he was, he was a different player. He was looking way better than he did the first time. And you watch him on film now, he's even more so of that. Um, he's uh, he's very similar to the dude in on the Raiders with Crosby. Um, and you can see him kind of developing into that. I think he's a little bit bigger and uh, he's got a little more to him weight-wise than Max does. But, um, you know, you can see he's got that type of motor where he, he's playing a lot of reps and he's just relentless to the quarterback. So uh, he presents a good challenge to us and it's been – you know, it's always cool to see guys develop and turn into what they turn into in the league. And, you know, he's been a pretty good player player for them this year and, you know, going back to the end of last year as well. Are you going to remind him how Michigan keeps ducking Notre Dame and they're <laughs> afraid to play Notre Dame? Well, I'm just going to keep calling him a cheater while we're out in the field. Cause I, you know, uh, like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he makes a good play, you should be like, what, did you film that? You, you, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you knew what was coming. Um, it, it, look, we've had we've had – Coaches in this town have handled NFC North rivalries different. You know, like I, Lovey Smith put a huge emphasis on it all the time, beating the Packers, how important <laughs> NFC North games are. How does how does Matt Eberflus handle that? Like, is that a is that is that something he talks about this week? You guys ending this this losing streak you guys have had within the division and how important it is to end it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when we were kind of previewing the schedule this year, we knew that this stretch here was going to be big. You get three division games in a row, Detroit, Minnesota, back to Detroit. Um, and, you know, we always view those these division games as, you know, kind of counting as two. You know, they, they count for two. And uh, you got to be able to get these things. And the division games are the most important of them all. So you got to be able to get wins in your division. And that's how that's how you, that's how you get in the playoffs. And that's what good good teams do. So I think there's a good opportunity here over this next three game stretch here to uh, to do something in the division and and uh, to kind of help make up some ground for things that, you know, we weren't able to accomplish earlier in the season. Well, Cole, I've been doing the math on this too. And from what I've been able to figure out, you guys can finish 10 and seven, which I think would probably get you in the playoffs and then you can go win the Super Bowl from there. So, I mean, I'm not taking any chips off the table. Yeah, I know. Look, and I know, uh, you know, people are pessimistic about us at times and and all that thing, but uh, you know, you look at areas that we've done really well at this year, um, you know, our red zone percentage, you know, we're top 10, uh, third down, we're top five in rush, rush average, a game, we're top five. 
Uh, what's been killing us is ourselves, and that you, that stat, the stats you look at are the penalties. Uh, I don't think we've been very good in penalties. We're definitely probably bottom five in the league at this point, and the and our turnover margin. I think we're last right now in the league in that. So those are things that we can control, and we got to be able to take care of. But you know, there's other things you look at, and you see, you know, a top top rush team that's really successful on third down and in the red zone. Um, you know, that should be a playoff team, and so we got to be able to fix some things in terms of our execution with the turnovers and taking care of the football and penalties. And I think if we get that right, um, you know, as coach says, you know, we'll be right. So it sounds just listening to you there. And I know you don't make any declarations here, but it sounds like you kind of feel like you, you're, you are, we are close there. Like if we can just get over this next hump, we could be right there. Yeah. And look, I think, I think that just comes down to those two things. And I thought what was really encouraging, just going back to Thursday and, you know, kind of uh, those Thursday games are tough just because it's such a quick turnaround. And, you know, you can feel it. Guys are tired out there on both sides. And you got to be able to execute and and especially in key moments. And I thought it was just cool to see us do what we did at the end of the half, uh, be able to get points, you know, not giving them the ball back there at the end for, to allow them to get points, get the field goal. And then at the end of the game, be able to execute there on the third down and uh, Tyson makes a great throw to Mooney to to just seal the deal, and I think those are two things that are big positives for us because we haven't we really haven't done that before, and I think those are things that we gotta kind of continue to do if we wanna wanna be cranking out wins here towards the end of the season. Well, it's all about momentum, right, Cole? I mean, you look at Denver, you know, who won last night over the Bills, or or Minnesota. You know, when you guys play both those teams, they were reeling, and now they're starting to gain some momentum. And for you guys, like, you know, I think for us as fans, we're just hoping you guys can find that momentum because all we want, Cole, playoffs sounds great, but, like, let's just get in the hunt. That graphic they put on TV and it says, in the hunt, I need you on it so I can feel better about my life while I'm enjoying Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I feel I feel better about my life, too, if that was the case. So, yeah, we gotta we got to take things one thing at a time and, um, you know, we got a good challenge here and, you know, a really good Detroit team coming up. And obviously Minnesota has been hot lately with with Dobbs coming in. And, you know, it's been cool to see what he's done with them and that what a wild story that kind of is. But, um, you know, this is also a good opportunity for us to to build momentum here, you know, not only in division games, but just overall and, and you know, you know, see where we can go from there. Cole, I, we got to know what was up Matty Rufloos' sleeve, though. Cause did I don't know if you saw the halftime interview he did. He said he said we got things up our up our sleeve. I thought it was the commit tush push. Well, maybe that was it. <laughs> was that? I, I want to take credit for that or? because I was the only one in this town that liked Cole Komet under center doing the QB sneak, and it worked. Damn it! Yeah, it's it's worked all but once. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I, the the push is hard to stop. Except we had we had guys pushing me from behind too, and uh, we get good leverage there. You know, you get a big body, takes a hit off the quarterback. So, I mean, I think I think we've been executing it just fine. And you know, I always say that with those type of plays, though, you know, if it doesn't work, you look like an idiot. If it works, you know, no one says anything, and it's and, it, and it's a cool thing to kind of to kind of show on tape. But um, yeah, this push worked pretty well for us uh, this past game. So. Um... I'm not going to ask you if Justin Fields is coming back this week because I'll ask it. Well, no, okay. <laughs> even if you even if you knew you you probably wouldn't tell us for sure. But let's have a conversation. Let's all blink assume, twice. Let's blink all twice. yeah blink twice if Justin Fields is going to play this week. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, 
let's just have a conversation assuming he's he's coming back and there's seven games left on the table. I, I just, you know, as somebody that's been with him the last few years, kind of understands how this league works and everything, you know, beyond just wanting the offense to work and score points and win these games, just is it on your mind at all, like what these seven games can mean for your quarterback too in the, in the big picture? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think these these seven games mean a lot to everybody. And, uh, you know, I, I understand, like, look, we all understand what's on the line uh, with with guys. And, um, you know, in this league, as a quarterback, fair or not, you're judged by wins and losses. And that's just how this how this league is and how it works. And, um, you know, we all we all have incredible faith and and belief in Justin and um, we know that he has, you know, really all the tools in his bag to be a to be a great quarterback. And, you know, obviously we've all seen, you know, what he can do we in both types of the game in terms of run and pass and and all those things. So, um, you know, I know he's been itching to get back. Uh, you know, he's been obviously dealing with like a nagging thumb deal. And, you know, we hope to get him back as soon as we can. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. And, you know, we're still looking at this thing as players in the locker room. Like we want to make a push you know, to, to get back in the hunt for playoffs and all those things. So, um, yeah, it's a big deal to everybody. And, you know, every week you, you, you kind of play like in your head, like jobs on the line. Cause you know, your tape is your resume and, you know, guys are fighting for jobs. You know, think about guys who are on one year contracts here with us, you know, all those guys, like they're fighting for their lives every day. Uh, whether it's for this team next year or another team that's looking at film. So, yeah, a lot of big games here ahead, and you know, I think at the end of the day, if you win them, uh, you know, everyone everyone kind of gets taken care of in a good way. What impressed you most about what Tyson was able to do in, in the four starts that he got? Yeah, well, I think you just look at um, him being a rookie, and obviously the undrafted portion is, is is unbelievable too. And what he was able to do, he did a lot of good problem solving. I think even this past Thursday night on on a short week and you know, kind of getting some different looks and, you know, we ended up running some plays that, you know, maybe we didn't have totally in the game plan. We were going back to some other stuff in the game plan and he was able to handle things really well and, and, uh, you know, get, get guys lined up and really just take control of the huddle and all those things. So, um, he was great. And, you know, you could see that he has great potential as well. And, and, uh, he can, he can execute a high level in this league. Are you going to give David Montgomery a hug on uh, Sunday or are you going to avoid him? No, I'll give him a hug. I love David. David's great. You know, as long as he doesn't rush for over a hundred. Yeah. So we got we got to hold him. But uh, no, I love David. I miss David, and it's it's good. It's cool to see him. Yeah, thriving. if you guys could shut down David Montgomery, I'd really appreciate yeah, it. Because uh, I'm glad yeah. this just came up. Because all of a sudden, Braggs <laughs> oh, Braggs has been awfully quiet. Mister uh, David Montgomery can't ever get a run over 20, 25 yards, whatever it was. Now he's got like two 80 yard touchdowns uh, this year. You know Dude, what? that we, Ronnie, that Ronnie had was sick. The one where it was like, sick. It, it was, was a sick. sick run. It was a sick yeah. run. Yeah. Every time he does something well, I like David too. And Adam always tries to pin me against him. I was just trying to point out that you know, and we don't have to do this with you, you we, Cole. We don't. 
you, so you're, you're, if you, I'll tell you this: if you're a David hater, he's got you on his. He's got you on his list. I'll tell he's you that. Got, yeah, I, I, I'm not a David hater. I'm just saying there's a lot of fish in the sea. Is all I'm saying. He didn't appreciate him to the, to the level he should have appreciated him too, Cole. That's that, that would be the that would be the take from the middle okay. chair and the right chair here. That's all. Okay. Essentially, I just need you guys to shut him down this week so I don't have to hear it from everyone, including <laughs> these two. Well, wait, wait. Speaking of uh, people who want you to beat the Lions, Eli Stein, uh, our friend from uh, over across, uh, he's, he's in, I believe, in Israel, right? Isn't oh, yeah, there? this is Eli. Uh, yeah. He sent us a nice super chat said, can you guys beat the Lions and make Kaplan shut up? I believe like yeah. David Kaplan? Yeah, yeah David that. Kaplan. Yeah. That, that'll well, be I don't it. think there's no shutting David Kaplan up, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's true. That's why, you just put yourself on the same Kaplan? media levels, Kim. Like I don't know. Right. Like yeah, why, why do we have to shut Kaplan up? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what Cap's doing, so I can't. Cap picked the Lions to win the Super Bowl before the year, so he's oh, a, you know. There you go. Oh, Maybe that's, that's why. Yeah. Okay. So wow. he's all in on the Lions. So. Thank you, Eli. Stay, stay safe. Yeah. Uh, Cole, yeah. we'll let you, we'll let you go. Well, hold on, hold on. What? You're burying the lead here. Uh, Craig Council, what was oh, your yeah. reaction oh, yeah, when yeah. the Cubs picked well, up Craig? Yeah, yeah. So after the game, you know, I kind of said, obviously, I'm a big David Ross fan, and. Um, you know, I feel for him and hard to see him go, but, um, and that's a power move, man. That's a power move. And, uh, I think that's a high end manager, obviously a Notre Dame guy and, uh, a guy that I grew up watching, but, uh, I think it's a power move and, you know, you make those moves to go win world series. So that was, uh, that was cool to see. Yeah. You kind of brought that into existence when you did the Craig yeah, Council I, batting stance it, on the roof, and then heck yeah, weeks later. heck yeah, I did, yeah. Cole, uh, good luck this week against the Lions. Uh, good talking to you again, and um, you know, we'll, maybe we'll we'll be talking to you next week uh, with back-to-back wins. Awesome. All right, I appreciate you guys. Keep it rolling, eighty-five. There we go. All right, there he is, Cole Komet, uh, working his way into. I mean, seriously, you. I know you're bringing up those. Just, you know, having fun with the the numbers and stuff with the other tight ends, but I mean, Cole's Cole's right up there at the top this year. It's been, well, I mean, it's been listen, fun to watch. When, when yeah. you're talking about stats, I mean, the one that was going around, you know, after he had his two touchdowns, tight ends with the most receiving touchdowns since the start of the 2022 season. Again, this was after the Saints game, so it may have changed, but it was number one Travis Kelsey with 16, two George Kittle with 14, and then number three. Yours truly, CHGO's very own Cole Komet 12. with 12. And Mark Andrews right behind him with 11. And Shane Marsaw, my, my good friend, made a really good point that in Mark Andrews' rookie year, Mark Andrews is 28 years old right now. And in his rookie year, he's the same age as Cole Komet is right now. Yeah. At 24. I, I, oh, I see what you're saying. I'll be so honest, I was he's having this kind of production – you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and he's already been in the league how many years? The same age as Mark Andrews was as a rookie. Well, and remember, too, like the early conversation with Cole was the lack of touchdowns that, that he was scoring early on in his career. So now that he's, you know, to to be now in that spot at, at this point, you know, shows you how dominant he's especially been when it comes, you know, in the red zone the last two years. He he would be Cole, Cole is the essence of somebody that the Bears did not give up on too soon and actually saw what he was and Ryan Poles deserves credit uh, for the contract that he gave him because if Komet if he hadn't given him that contract and he's having the year he's having right now he's more expensive so the Bears got Bears got actually some value here because with a player who was on the come and wanted to stay all right I gotta ask you a question yep are you in need of the perfect bag 
For game day? <laughs> you know <laughs> I am. Lawrence. Where is it? When we do these transitions. <laughs> well, that one wasn't really like trying to stuff it into the last. Uh, Look at this bad boy yeah. right here. Yeah, here, Brax. Oh, I want you to hold yeah. this one. I want you to show this one off for everyone. The this original this varsity. If, if you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, cooler. I'm gonna go solo on Bragg's here because there's a lot of cool details on this bag. That you Can should you look me at. The flat bag. Okay. Well, no. Open oh. it up. I want you, you to take you a me, look. You want some help, or do I got to call Jenny on how to open? Come up on, Bragg's. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, hold on. Varsity coolers will have you set for game day and beyond with the best portable cooler and weekend duffel around. Yeah, so this can be a cooler and it can be a duffel bag. It's got team colors. Look at yeah. this. Stick your head well, in there. Well, look at all the details, not only on inside with the cool, like, pizza and hot dog Yeah, show the bottom. Show the bottom but the of the bottom, bag. You, you, on the bottom, yeah, that's cool there. But the, the bottom, bottom, you got the grid <laughs> of the city. You got a grid of the city. Love that. And then all the you numbers. Got hot the, dogs and pizza on the inside lining. That means the Bears are staying in the city. I can't wait. And then the, Chicago. Look on the, on the sides there, Braggs. On the, on the, the, the numbers Super, and all Super the. Super Bowl 20. Numbers on the side here. There's so many Super Bowls listed. Oh, wait. There's only That's one. cool. <laughs> Messed up. <laughs> anyway, can't believe yeah, you just did that. It's an amazing bag. Um, you know, I thought when you said that, you know, hey, look inside this thing that you guys were gonna have like a present for me. Or no, you get nothing, and you're like, <laughs> you don't even get the bag. Give me that bag. Yeah, give that bag up. Um, but the size is great because it'll fit in a golf cart or as a car as carry on luggage. So it's very oh, man, versatile. Golfing good Perfect Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday gift. Could be a hat. 21 teams represented, Bag so man. they're perfect for any football fan in your life. Built to show up in style to a party or repping around town. How about a gym bag? Right here, baby. You can wipe down the inside easily, get it nice and clean. Head over to varsitycoolers.us. Use code CHGO at checkout for 10% off your order. Seriously, support us. By buying the stuff that we tell you to buy, you're going to love this bag. This I thing's mean, sweet. It's a cool bag. It's I got, a cool bag. It's awesome. I love that thing. We love a good bag. Who doesn't love a good bag? And it's a it's a cooler as well. And what, which, what bread right? should I mean, you put in the bag? That's what I was saying. Oh, I mean, yeah. If we only could transition from bags to bread. And if you're going to put anything in that bag, you should fill it up with some hero bread. Yeah. Please only talk about scrumptious bread. It's I want to tell you about even this think about light, fluffy soft scrumptious bread yeah. hero bread there's no ad read i love doing more than our guys over at hero bread why because You're you know hero. i'm a macro guy we've talked about this many a times not just for people following their macros but it is something that helps i mean uh fewer calories in the leading national brands five to ten grams of protein per serving uh high fiber and ultra low net carbs Zero grams of sugar. These are important, people. These are things you got to pay attention to, especially when we're getting to Thanksgiving. You want to find yourself some good bread. Get yourself some Hero Bread. Uh, use the code CHGO for 10% off at HERO.CO. Right now, Hero Bread is offering the CHGO family, like I said, 10% off their first order. Just go to HERO.CO and use the code CHGO. Um, so that's, that's, I love hero bread. Uh, bears back on the road this week. And that means you might need a place to watch the game on Sunday. You better be coming out to uncle buds in Oak Lawn. Yeah. We're going to be there. Uh, our next watch party. These CHO watch parties have been awesome. And, um, crystals our hero. She comes out. 
our whole team of people have come out. I love I love our diehards that come out. Um, and so we got a, a big crew already RSVPing. You need to go to allcsgo.com slash events. Uh, it's a free event, but we ask that you RSVP just to get a better idea of who's coming, kind of reserve your space um, because, uh, you know, we want you to be comfortable while you're there and see all, you know, see all the action you can. So, again, Uncle Bud's in Oaklawn on Sunday. Looking forward to that. Um, I also, I believe that Cole Komet just confirmed, well, he confirmed a couple of things. He confirmed that he yelled F you brag. Which is amazing. <laughs> which, he said it when he was high-fiving a fan. That fan had to be just. No, the fan knew Well, he you. said he turned That's to the fans. I don't think he said he was high-fiving. Maybe, maybe the fans anything. were like, yeah, we agree. I love it. I, well, I mean, we know. It's great. that We weren't really questioning, questioning that. I mean, you but, you know, it's just, it's good vibes, good energy. Yeah, Gonna help build well, now, momentum. Is it good vibes when I yell "f you, Braggs"? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Just not but it sounds it. like my you're also on David Montgomery's list, so we could have a That's Detroit scary. Lion yell "f you, Braggs" after a touchdown on Sunday. I'm praying that doesn't happen. Every time he does something, I have to go hide in a closet. <laughs> I'm golfing the other day. He scores this amazing touchdown, 75 yards. I knew exactly what was coming. Although you two didn't come after me, and I was really because expecting I was that. Tra- well, I was so trying. You were still traumatized. I was from depressed your and trying to avoid So football, you weren't in the mood. Being honest. I was trying to avoid your Twitter and everything you were doing, and somehow, some way, it just didn't work. And I did see everything you were doing and was wanting to well, be there and I, yeah. hang out with you because I love you. <laughs> I, I resisted because you at one that point was quite the journey. <laughs> you re, you repeated or you tweeted something at us in the middle of the day Sunday that you're like the legend of Bagger Vance or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like this which I didn't really guy. understand. Shut up. Because it was it's the scene in Legend of Bagger Vance where Matt Damon is locked in Juna. Yeah, and he teaches him to find his authentic swing. Yeah, I still and don't he's care. Complete. You should care. He was just <laughs> completely locked in. Just then, just nails it. And I think he ends up getting a hole in one. Again, again, it's weird how you only play like that when you're not with us. You're just. I know because you two harass me. It's a gentleman's sport. We're supposed to be out there being gentlemen. Anybody else I golf with, it's a lovely time. You two, because you're always on my ass. You You can't just be out there and enjoy the day and give positive reinforcement to your friends. You just got to constantly be shit talking. Well, hey. And it hurts my feelings and it screws up my golf game. Well, that's why I didn't respond. Because I really, really, really wanted to respond with a gift. I melted said, down. I don't care. I, but you I didn't. do care. Don't lie. I didn't do that because I wanted you to finish your round strong. Did you? I had a 44 on the front nine, and it was one of the best. Okay. Nine, and then on the back nine, I melted down and shot a 55. Because you suck at golf, and we should be talking about anything other than your golf game. But oh, let's talk about tennis. Tough loss last night, two and two. Season's <laughs> over. Finished in sixth place. Thank you very much. Okay. Can we uh, move along here, Hogue? Yeah, because there's something. Now I got to go after you. Oh, great. What a missed opportunity you had. Yep. Bill Zimmerman. Bill Zimmerman with the Carm tweet of the century that didn't come from Carm. This is upsetting. I don't even know what it is. What's fueling the Bears' defensive turnaround? Is it reps? Is it bad offenses? Or is it Phil Snow? So this is BS by Zimmerman. He should anything. Anytime you talk about Snow, I should be should credited. Have ran by you. That's well. I should be credited. I f- discovered Phil Snow. You just 
Yeah, but you didn't <laughs> think that maybe this all has to do with We Phil are kind of cornering the market for Bears things. You know, Cole Komet scores, credit Dude, me. I own Bajan. Defense I, plays well, credit Phil Snow, then credit Carm. I own, I own Bajan and, and credit Snow. Hogue. Or anything on special teams across the league. <laughs> Look at me, basically. I, yeah, it happened last night, too. All right, five games before Phil Snow, the Bears were giving up 27.2 points per game, 384 yards per game, 6.2 yards per play. That's awful. Eight yards per pass, 3.7 yards per rush, 37.3 on third down, which is just atrocious. Phil Snow comes along. Snow. Five games <coughs> with Snow. 16.8 points per game, 264 yards only 4.1 yards per play. Uh, and the third down percentage is all the way down to 32.8%. Snow Angel. I mean, I don't think the story here is... Phil Snow? Phil Snow. I think it's that you were Mr. Phil Snow, and you didn't even realize the impact that he had, and I'm just really disappointed in you. Well, okay, you need to rephrase that, because I did and do and will forever know the impact of Phil Snow. <laughs> However, I didn't take the time like I should have, like Zimmerman did, stealing, stealing. my snow. <laughs> stealing your snow. He stole my snow. <laughs> he absolutely did. But I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have broken down what snow did. I didn't, th- I didn't feel like I had to because it's obvious He's what snow's. Ma- he had the whole nation stealing secret Bajan man from him. And he's more upset about Zimmerman stealing his snow. No, I'm mad at Swirsky too. And that. Guy won't ducking and dodge. He's ducking and dodge. Jump the shark too. Swarovski puts out a not Chuck Swarovski. He'll never jump the shark. He's no. a legend. No, this Dave Swarovski in his music videos. He's put like he's jumped the shark. It's a new song every day. Guys, on a get, he's talented, but like. This is, you're not a you're not what on are a you heater. going after him for because yeah, it's Swarovski uh, alone. We do a new he's show got a couple day. good songs, but he's putting out like seven a week. Like, calm well, down. They're not all bangers. You're not, he's not on Taylor a, Swift. <laughs> First of all, they are all bangers. That guy's good, and he's only putting out like two a week. And give this don't 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 crawl up Swirsky. If I'm gonna, if someone's gonna have beef, too much, you know, too much Swirsky. I like the one this past week. It's Friday. The Bears won. It was great. The guys, give the guys props, man. That guy's freaking good. He's oversaturating the market. It's like (laughs) it's like these. It's like these Star Wars. Like I love Star Wars. Yeah. But we were talking about this last week. They're just putting too much out now, and I can't keep up with it. Well, that's like Marvel. All that once they started with the TV shows. Now right, you can't follow Uh, the storyline anymore. So this is what Swirsky's doing. I I I think Swirsky should do a daily song. I'd be I I would watch daily. Just for the record, I mean, none of them is as good as what I'm about to come up with with the next one, whenever it crosses my head. But <laughs> We're, we've been waiting. I mean, you've yeah, kind of yeah. just been sitting on. Yeah. We've been waiting. You're like yeah, Justin Timberlake. Every, like every, just, every the time. music just stopped. Well, don't listen to him. The music stopped. Every time I sing something, you're you're you're, you're telling me to stop. Yeah. You, and this guy is yeah, like I am. literally. I, tra- and now you want yeah. more? Which one? No, I it? didn't say I wanted more. I'm just pointing out that it stopped. <laughs> okay. He said he wanted more. <laughs> okay. You I would like more. less. I know you want more. <laughs> I want less. You want more. You probably want less because you need to learn what's good in life. But he's just putting out a front, though. That's he his loves hearty it. exterior. He, lo- he truly <laughs> does true. love La it. Loves it. All right, Hogue's yeah. the same way. Yeah. You know, they act like they're too cool for school, but they love it. Thank hey, you. I'm, uh, I love it. I'm, I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting gotcha. some shit in the uh, super chats over here. Sang Ray Kim four ninety nine. 
Carm, you want to read this? Since Law mocked me for arguing for Peyton as head coach. Look what he did to washed up Russ. Imagine what he could have done for Fields. We need to hire Peyton. Saying, Ray, I like that you underline when you're right at life, but Sean Payton ain't coming here. So good job, also, Saying, Ray. No, no thanks. And then there's that side. Uh, should we well, do Michael too? Be- oh, are we just, and apparently we are, we're just going to ignore that they needlessly backed up the field goal with three straight, straight kneel downs yesterday. That was the most idiotic, stupid thing I've ever seen. Like these coaches get so conservative in the tightest moments and they got so lucky the Bills had 12 guys on the field. Yeah, what the hell, You man? don't need to kneel there. Just put two hands on the football, run forward. You, you're correctly running out the clock. I get it, but they have timeout, so you're just kneeling and you're backing up the field goal. What are you doing? I, I hated that. Sean Payton, no thank you. I was I'll, playing tennis. At the end of the day, though, I'll take a head coach – or an offensive coordinator that actually have experience next time around as opposed to coaches that don't have experience. I don't know what has got things up his sleeve. He's going to the Hall of yeah. Fame. I would ditto that thought. I'd like some experience would be cool unless his what name about, was Dan Campbell, which would have been amazing. With, what about uh, Ken Dorsey? Yeah, Ken Dorsey so, getting fired this morning from so, the Bills. So, so does yeah. he get fired if they have 11 guys on the field and the field goal doesn't Good go? Good question. Like, I'm serious. They fire him after a win? No. So he gets fired because Leonard Floyd was on the field and like, what? I mean, well, he gets fired because I got to think they would have fired him anyway. J- Josh Allen is turning You're the not ball. firing anybody after a, a win, but I don't do- know. Mississippi state and Texas A&M both fired their coaches this last weekend. One of those teams won. I don't know who, cause I don't care. I think it was A&M Look, okay. four turnovers. Allen is leading the NFL now with 13 turnovers, well, he's 11 led interceptions. He's the league in, 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 in turnovers the last, like, four years. Right. Underlined by your boy, Nick Wright, who's really going after him. That's because he's got an agenda for Patrick Mahomes. Let's, oh. let's be clear about that. Look, uh, Brian Dable left. That's going sideways now. Yeah. And But Leisure, Leslie Frazier also. I've heard that Sean McDermott's kind of a pain in the butt to work for and with. So I don't know if there's some of that going on where they've just sort of lost their mojo. They got a tough schedule coming down the stretch here. Five and five. It's no shoe if the Bills <laughs> make the playoffs. Oh, they're effed. They're effed. I mean, they got a really tough schedule. Joe Brady stepping in as the interim. He Could Joe Brady be the Phil Snow for the Buffalo Bills? Obvious answer, no chance. Well, it just goes to show you how hard it is to win in the NFL. I mean, the Bengals and Bills both had their opportunities here the last few years to slay the dragon and win a Super Bowl, and you just assume with the quarterbacks they have, the teams they have, that they'll eventually get back to the mountaintop. But it's not that simple. Sustained success in the NFL is one of the rarest things to come by. The Chiefs have achieved it. Uh, The Patriots obviously will be the example that every team strives for that you'll never be able to get to. But it's not easy in the NFL. All right. yeah, just last thought on that. By the way, it's uh, when when you're when the Bears don't play on Sunday and you watch the rest of the league, it makes at least me feel good at how many really curious plays are called. Yeah, and oh, they're doing the same exact thing that the Bears are doing, or vice versa, whatever. Oh, so the Bears are 
doing exactly what that winning football team is doing, throwing a dump off, nothing, two yard, whatever that gets blown up and it doesn't look good. And then you, we're all sitting there screaming at Luke Getze and then, oh, it's happening all over the league. I mean, let's be honest. The NFL had a, there was a lot of terrible product put out on Sunday. Well, that's what I mean, though. I mean, you watched Denver football. win last night. The Bears should have beat Denver. That game's just going to always piss me off the rest of my life. And <laughs> what? Bad I mean, they were it's what, a bad loss. They were three and five going into that game. You know, and it's just like it just goes to show you that little margin of error is the difference between <laughs> feeling good about the team you watch and talk about every day. Who was three and five. We, I'll yeah, help no, you with there's the no way that was not week eight, week nine. That was like week five, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the Bears were... No, I'm talking about the Broncos. I think both teams... Oh, were, last night. Yeah, they Sorry. were three and five oh, going into we the We thought you were talking about the game that oh. you'll never get over in your life. Yeah. The random Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Game. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. We missed the period, space, capital. Well, you're Water. not paying attention. I guess so. Uh, you know what I pay attention to? <laughs> the lines on Circus Sportsbook. Oof. Because the lines are the best. Transition. They have tight money line splits, the low hole model. They strive to have a minus 110 split. What does that mean? It means they're taking less of your money off the top, right? Uh, other sports books, they use minus 115, minus 20, minus 120 splits. I mean, uh, Circus Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, especially compared to other books. And they want you to download other sports betting apps. You l- look at them for yourself. They're not telling you not to do that. Compare the lines from each sports book. You're going to see Circa does it best. Circa Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. Uh, they have great customer service as well with real people behind the Circa Sports brand. And they uh, all aspects of their outstanding app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. If you've ever been there, you know it's incredible. Download the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusports.com slash Illinois dash app. Sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. We had one of those last week. If you're someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text G-A-M-B to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Love the friends at Circa. Shout out to Margaret and Jillian and Alex and all the great people over there who... We've got to do a ton of events with. It's been fun. And shout out to our friends at Game Time Tickets. Download the Game Time app right now, and you will get the best prices to the best events, sporting events, concerts, shows. You want to go see Trevor Noah or be in the same place with good old Carm, yours truly, on Wednesday night, you can do that via the Game Time app. And when you do it with us, your first purchase, you get $20 off by using the code CHGO. That's right. Your first tickets, depending on what they price, might even be free. You might have a credit on there if you're going to see, uh, you know, the White Sox next April. Uh, CH. Not me. Are you really? What? Are you going Are you going to sit out next year? I did this year. The only game, I, I went to one home game for a half. We were at that game, one game for three innings. Remember when we went in April after a show? The three of us? Yes. It was the only time I was at the ballpark the whole year. The other game I went to was in Minnesota. Wow. All right. Hey, uh, okay. Well, Hogue won't be there, but somebody will be. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code CHGO, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. And put that CHGO in there, 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. You know what I'm going to need Game Time for? What's that? The North Northwestern weeks ago when I asked you if I should buy those tickets to see Caitlin Clark. They're sold out? Yeah. I can help you with that. 
Okay. Or Game Time can help me with that. Thank you. Ask this guy for tickets. I don't all need time. you. I got they Game Time. Do anything to help me. Yeah, that's a better idea. Much better. I'm slow today. <laughs> Jesus. Well, at there. least this time he didn't try to um, create a competing. Well, you game know. time understands if you got a, if you got an inside hookup like Carm, then you don't need to use it. But if you do want to go see Caitlin Clark, then when, use game time. When is she coming? January thirty first. Oh, damn, that's far away. I know. Okay. Well, I was looking at it a couple weeks ago, and I should have bought the tickets. I didn't. Now, I told now, you to buy them. I said it was going to go up. No, you didn't. You said I can help you with that. No, but I also I no I told you because this is what you do. Let me let me let me actually do something for for all you game time people. Here we go. You look at where the tickets are likely going to go, and you make your decision based on that in the time. Because you you know with game time you can wait till game time. You can wait till after game time to buy them. And I looked at the prices of Clark, and I'm like, how much lower is it going to go? Probably you know maybe you might get a ten dollar lower, but it could go about forty dollars higher. So that there, Hogue, in the base was twenty five. Yeah, you didn't play it right. You didn't it's play a it small right. Small capacity you got, stadium. You know, what are you, you talking gotta, about? You said I have a hookup with you. I can get in there for free. No, but we t- yeah, but even guys with hookups at Northwestern, it's not easy because there's just not many seats in the stadium. Here comes Nicholas Moriano looking for tickets. Got nobody. Nobody goes after a freebie better than Nick. This guy. <laughs> oh this, my god. This guy yeah. is the greatest. Yeah. Haircuts, chips, shampoo, workouts, game time <laughs> tickets, yeah. workouts. Yeah. Guy's a machine. Bears fit. Hasn't hasn't probably doesn't pay for his own gas. Walks in there and be like, let me. Uh, is there any way I could polish that yogurt up? place too? Yeah. Oh, definitely the yogurt place he's getting or whatever that is. Yeah. 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 No, he's this guy's good. Oh, he's he's good. Low, low bowls. Yeah, low, low, low oh, bowls. he hasn't paid for a low, low bowl in, in forever. <laughs> I go in there. I pay for my Lolo. No, he goes right on to Insta. Is this a Lolo read or is this a game? Or <laughs> is it? I, I want to be. The read's over. I think we changed. The I want to be Nick. Or that's it. Yeah. Uh, Nick. Uh, you know, every morning when I wake up and I saw that Nick's been awake for two hours with his dog outside, it's. Uh, I never know if I should feel ashamed or you happy be. that I feel. Rested. <laughs> Haircuts free. Bears fit free. Akai Bowl's free. What? Free gas. <laughs> Did I not say it right? No, you didn't say it How right. do you say it then, dumbass? I would not be the dumbass in this situation. You're always be... the dumbass in every <laughs> no, situation. Say it, say, say it again. No, I'm not. Akai Bowl's. <laughs> That'll be acai. Acai. Sorry. Sorry, acai. Sorry. Sorry, Akai Bowls. Acai can I get can balls. I get upper management? I'm sorry, there. You know, you elitist. It's you, not an elitist. I try eating Lake something Forest other. Forest elitist. Try eating something Evanston other. elitist. Try eating your acai bowls. Listen, nobody listen, knows what. An, listen to me. No blue collar person in this chat knows what an acai bowl is. Listen to me. Stop playing a golf You're still course. Still not saying it right. <laughs> acai. Acai. Why don't you stop playing golf courses that haven't had the lawn hasn't been? No, I played a nice course on Sunday. Thank and, you very and, much. And, and stop eating French fries for it every meal. It was the acai bowl. Of there golf courses. As long as it's not like golf course you went to in Indy. That was my least, I think that was my least favorite course I've ever played. Well, I think maybe it was, it was the, the people you were playing with. Maybe it was the group I was in. the people you were playing with. And the fact that it was downpouring for right. seven holes. Do you know how to say asparagus? You ever had one of those? <laughs> <laughs> how about broccoli? There's you no a- way Braggs has seen asparagus in his life. I'll eat asparagus. I will not eat broccoli. Um, Eric says, for someone counting their macros, Braggs, you should know what that is. 
That's oh boy. It's okay. No pro- no problem. All right. Uh Hogue, get anywhere you want to go? Uh well we got a super chat here from Michael who says here a lot this roster has a ton of holes. Other than a stud defensive tackle on center, what are all the major holes? Um Well center, I like to look at this different though. Three, I like to look at this yeah. Um center, three technique, you know. Uh, whether or not they're going to sign Darnell Mooney a second you wide need, receiver. You, you need another dynamic wide receiver. You need to figure out the quarterback situation. You probably need another safety in the offseason, maybe two. Well, and de- depth. You, you, you need two more guys who can rush Everybody the always looks at holes as just the surface-level starters and, and, and dismiss how important depth is. And the Bears don't have depth. And when they've gotten hit with the injury buck – bug with their secondary and their offensive line it's taken a hit to them this year quite frankly they have a lot of starters who should be the depth well, and that's the other part of it is this is the other thing i was talking about with bears fans is it's not just having okay we know who this player is at this starting spot check this hole is filled that to be a super bowl caliber team you need quality depth quality starters and so like we me and Corey Wooten were talking about Braxton Jones and you know how he's been with Braxton he's starting to be encouraged with what he's done the last two weeks but if they choose to upgrade that position with a top 10 left tackle that's what the good teams do yes you have a solid player there but the idea that you can't replace him with an even better player you know that's what good teams do and if you don't do that that's small-minded thinking well Speaking of small-minded thinking, if we can, and this is more of a, could be a topic that we can bring back tomorrow, but it, it sounds like once Nate Davis is healthy, they're going to put him back in at right guard and yes. move Tevin to left guard. Yeah. Just to accommodate Nate Davis. Okay, but let me play devil's advocate for a second. Go ahead. Do we like Tevin Jenkins at right guard just because he's next to Darnell right or because he's playing significantly better at right guard compared to left? Because I think he's been playing good at both. Correct. Well he, at both, I should he, say. He, 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 ha- English. he has been playing well, acai bowl, at both. But I, I do think that he's better, has played it more, plus it gives you that dynamic of Tevin and Darnell next to each other on the right side – and, I mean, maybe Nate just can't move over there. But Nate Davis was playing well before he got hurt. And I, I, if he, he's he, never played significant snaps at left guard and the other guy showed you this year he can do both, I don't see why I would be against. Doesn't that make the sum of the offensive line better? Well, then then that, that, put, that's clearly how they're looking at it. Like this is this is our best offensive line. And they've line. signed Nate Davis to what a four year uh, deal. I, like I, they're not benching yeah. him. I, I guess my overall point is that look, you when you go back and look at Poles' off season on the offensive line, uh, and I'm not I'm not going to blame Ryan for a guy in Nate that missed time because of a family issue that nobody could ever forecast. But it was an odd signing at the time. You were trying to get a right tackle. You you didn't get you didn't want to pay the going right from McGlinchey. So then you went and you got a right guard and then you're asking, you're, you're switching your offensive line all the way around. See, I disagree with you because I don't think they had any of these concrete answers at guard. Didn't Tevin play well last year at guard? Yes, but how many times do we have to go over this? 
He gets hurt all the time. I love that he seems to be staying healthy right now. That's yep. just, okay. But it's the same guy who mysteriously just hurt both calves. Right. You couldn't count in on you couldn't count on him going into the season that he was oh. going to be able to play through the whole year. We all know he's talented. So, okay. he's right. healthy. I, I, I would have preferred to see them spend the money on a stud center, but it just you know, right. If, if you were, if you okay, yeah. let, let me let me say it like that. If you were going to rank what they needed on the offensive line last year, what would your order have been? Center, 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 guard. Well, and right tackle before they drafted Darnell. Yeah, it would have been right tackle. Or, or center right tackle. Well, we talked about this in the draft. I would have rather have, and this is not hindsight. I I said over and over three technique center over and then sign a tackle over right basically what they ended up doing. But I love that they found a right tackle. I mean, Darnell Wright's good. Yep. But they still don't have a center or three technique. It it just was Darnell Wright. What was how to use it's, the self checkout? It, no, it's I'm not. Kidding. It's not. It's not a huge. It's, it's okay. not a huge negative, because Nate, I, I'm going to assume is going to play well once he gets back on the field and stay there, and that's fine. And he, okay, but it it just didn't make a ton of sense at the time. And now you're now you're re in the way it's working out. You're reworking your offensive line to sli- to put him back in there. I just I see. I I just, it just feels I, like unnecessary. I, I, they had I, so I, many other needs. That I guess is my point. Yeah, I. I don't agree. I, you, you I don't think, think Jatiree Carter would do just as well? No. No, because the tape says he doesn't, and there's a reason why he's still not he's playing. He's had opportunities, and, and he's, he's playing well. God, he's okay, good. let me ask you this. Is the, is the offensive line better? Yes. The off- okay, do they have more depth than they did? Why are you, why are you fighting this? Just it's say just yes, yes, and then shut up. There you go. Guy ha- the guy the guy, <laughs> the guy's been on the – Nate Davis gets very little credit for that. How much has he been on the field, seven snaps or ten? 12? Okay. Right? He when he played he was good. He had a death in his family. I'm not I'm not fu- but but he, like he he it, it was a very weird month after month trying to get acclimated here. His mom dies. He finally gets on the field. He plays well and he suffers suffers an ankle injury. And the line Like this isn't a uh, like any reason to be concerned about Nate Davis in the future, in my opinion. I understand, but the, my point is that there's a zillion needs on this roster, and when Nate hasn't played, the offensive line has still done well. They so. have, but that's what they have, the D word. They have depth now. <coughs> what? Sorry. You're not <laughs> excused. <laughs> well, I wasn't saying it to you. I'll let it, I'll, I'll, I'll let it go. That's fine. Great signing, Nate Davis. Loved it. Beautiful thought process. Couldn't have been better. Do it again. Let you know what this offseason. Let's sign another. This guy. is how you build depth. What we were just talking about. Correct. They need. They've done listening. it. There's nothing guy. to complain about here. No, except not, they didn't draft. I'm a not complaining. That no I'm complaining about. Fair to complain about. Nicholas Raimondo, 499. Do you think when Fields returns, does the offensive line go back to looking bad? <laughs> <laughs> No, no. It, Fields is going to be amazing. I mean, that, that's what's exciting about Fields coming back in these last seven games. Carm <laughs> said that with yeah. We I know. believed three percent of what. Well, it's just said. the same arguments that I, I, I swear I got. I, I'm speaking logically, but nobody, but it just doesn't. All right, Nick. Register. Let me let me answer your question by saying I do think the sack numbers go back up. Well, that's the key. Everybody I, talks about the stats. What does Justin Fields have to show to end the year? 
uh, to prove he's the guy to not draft a quarterback. And the sacks are the biggest one, the negative plays. Yep. And turnovers. Not 100%. Yep. Um, Losing losing your voice over there? You all right? Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, both of you. I wish you'd lose your voice permanently. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Hey, Braggs, how many? How long did it take you to figure? Uh, never mind. You weren't born. Never mind. Both yeah, not all of us are as old as you. That's right. How long did it take Bobby Knight to figure out that MJ was Jordan? Oh, he never played an NBA game. How long did it take for? Well, we Hawks have one more ad read, and then I do have a question for Hogue. Trying to get to it. Okay, Hogue. Carbs rumbling and bumbling about. Bobby Knight and Michael Jordan here. I'm just talking about how long it takes to figure out if guys can play. Maybe six more seasons we'll figure out if QB. Yeah. If, if Great example. Bring up the greatest athlete of all time. I don't know. Can Connor Bedard play? Let's, we need more time. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. And because of that, they have copycats. They cannot beat Empire Today on service and speed, so those copycats advertise low-quality products that Empire won't carry. Empire's not going to promise you the lowest prices because anyone who does that is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. And um, Empire keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes uh their virtual floor designers a great way to see how new floors will look in any space it's easy just snap a picture instantly see how new floors will look in your room shopping for floors at a big box store can be frustrating and empire takes pride in their convenient shop at home service helping customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what their new floors will look like in their homes, mm. the lighting and decor, and they can make an informed decision. And they service their own warranties, which which is huge. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. My mom monitoring my quotes on this show saying, did you hear Greg said he would enjoy Thanksgiving? Mom, I enjoy the holiday. I enjoy your company. Just not what we're eating. Barb, if you could just work on Greg in the English language, if, that'd if be you wonderful. Could just, if you could just get him an us. Yeah, if you could get no, me an us. Yeah, no, no, say it, smart guy. I never claim to know it, honestly. Yeah. The, get him one of those Salt. bowls. From an acai bowl. An acai bowl. An acai bowl. Hook it up. Acai. Acai. And um, yeah, let's have acai for Barbara, Thanksgiving. Would like, That's better I'll than I'll come over turkey, for Thanksgiving and not you. complain about the food. I promise you. Me that. too, Barb. I'm yeah. excited to make sweet potato casserole. Yeah. I appreciate you, Mom's Barb. Mom's irritating me because she's getting uh, knee replacement sh- surgery Wednesday night. Let me just tell you why. See, I know you guys are looking at me like, well, how's that irritating? Well. Normally we have Thanksgiving at my house what a and jerk. then I can watch football and enjoy the house and the holiday. But she's like putting her, I haven't talked to her on the phone about this yet. So she's well, just you got, this you, Why don't you guys show. talk about this right now? Yeah, she, <laughs> want, she wants to do it at her house and it's pissing me off. I don't care that you just replaced your knee. We need to do this at my house. So you're saying mom doesn't have the right TV set up for you? Yeah, it's not enough. She's got like you're the, the worst small TV. 
Barb, <laughs> I'm here to step in for Greg. If I'd love to come over and 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 well, I'd even drive all the way to my childhood Wait, why don't, home. Why don't you just bring? The TV that you brought here that one night, just bring it to your laptop. <laughs> That's true. I could do that. That's actually not a bad idea. There you go. See? Solved. All right. So my question for Wait. you guys, because you didn't talk about it Hold yesterday. On. Wait, real quick. Let's okay. get to Harshbarger to finish off this Harshbarger, $2 super chat. What about Carter to center? Jalen Carter? Um, <laughs> Jatiri Carter? Yeah, Jatiri. I don't know. He, he can play tackle. I don't know if he can play center. I don't think that's your answer. I think your answer is a stud center. In the we, draft or in free agency, we signed Sam Mustafer. We don't have the luxury, Eric, to mess with that right now because we're trying to figure out if the quarterback can play. Center hasn't been a huge problem the last couple weeks, although the snaps it hasn't still, been great. Sometimes the snaps are like nails I, on a chalkboard. I still like the one that rolled back the other week, two two games uh, ago. All right, so my question before we end this show, because I was a little disappointed you guys didn't bring this up yesterday. Because I'm we curious, need more likes on this show, by the way. One twenty. Curious to hear your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, you know that is annoying because I I put in this poll question that has like four hundred sixty votes, but yet yeah, there's only hundred. If you voted for the poll, please hit the like button. Brags, go button. ahead. And, Yes, uh, hit the like button, please. please. But, yeah, I am curious to hear you guys' thoughts. It was nice to, you know, hang out at home and watch football over the weekend. And Saturday night, you know, I know we talk a lot about Caleb Williams, and I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about both these quarterback prospects as they move forward. But Drake May against Duke, did you guys have a chance to watch the game? Adam Johns went out there and and watched it in person. Boycotted all forms of football Saturday night. Um, Yeah. I'm not ready to get it. Johns was there. I, I am planning on watching the tape at some point. I know Adam Drake May was unbelievable. Yeah, in that he game. he was very very impressed. Dane Brugler now has Drake May rated higher than Caleb Williams. Nate Tice has been on that for a while now. Um, it's it, Johns' big takeaway was as somebody who covers a team where they constantly fold in the fourth quarter and never make the plays to win, like to see Drake May do that four times. Game went to overtime, right? Yep. So fourth quarter in mm-hmm. overtime. And he had one play yeah. in overtime where it was like a little uh, out route, and he put it right on a dime, and it was dropped to win the game. So that was another one of the nice throws. And against a good defense with Duke, you know, um, so, yeah, I, I find that interesting because it's kind of been, you know, that that it's been put in marker that Caleb Williams would be the number one pick, but all these turnovers start to add up for Caleb. And now you're seeing Drake May starting to ascend. I just think it's a really interesting thing to monitor. And, you know, it's the elephant in the room for us as Bears fans of what the Bears are going to do. So I'm paying attention to everything. And that includes what Justin Fields does the last seven games, but it includes what Drake May and Caleb Williams are doing. Um, so it's certainly interesting. Did you watch? You didn't watch. I haven't seen it. No. Um, Carter doesn't even know who Drake May is. He College football player? <laughs> <laughs> a uh, listen, I was celebrating the five and five Wildcats going up to Wisconsin and kicking the living crap out of the Badgers. That's what I was doing on Saturday for my football. That was a great kick in the nuts after losing that our game on Saturday. I mean, Northwestern smoked you. Get to the get to the bar with my family to to uh, you know eat away and drink away the pain. And I look up at the TV and I say, it's twenty four to three to three. Ben Bryant, four. What the hell? Four, four possessions in the first half. Touchdown, 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 field goal. Go, you Northwest. It was awesome. Well, I tried to tell you David Brown was a good coach. 
I didn't fight that, I don't think. Well, and then the, I'm going back to, because I don't care what you guys are talking about. The Arizona <laughs> the Arizona win was just huge. That was an exciting win for are Bears you, fans. Are you? Do you need a nap? I don't need a nap. Why? Do you? What? Why was the Oh, the Arizona Cardinals win. Yes, sir. Oh, that was I thought you were talking. That was good. That I thought you good. were talking about yes, the sir. Wildcats. No, the other wild. Talking about the Bearcats. Why did I just call them the Wildcats? I was talking no, about the, the Bears. Wild, wild Why am I losing I my mind? Because right like Marvin Harrison. Because they say bear down. Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> has. Oh, that pisses me off. Don't get me started about that. But yeah, I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. has three touchdowns. You know. <laughs> It's just going to – and the chances going up, and even Denver winning, because now there's only a few teams left with three wins. I did like the Denver win last night as a sneaky, although apparently Sean Payton's the best coach ever. We should have hired him, but uh, no. You got the Giants and Patriots two weeks from now. They're both the two teams with two wins. They play each other. So it's just starting to really – the stars are starting to line up that – I mean, yes, it would be great if the Bears had the number one pick, but the number two or even the number three pick is going to land you somewhere. I mean, to me – I. It, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the number three pick in the draft, more than likely. So if you end up with that, that's a great thing for the Bears. So I'm just very excited that things are starting to take shape, and I'm really starting to key in on that stuff, yeah. as I have been for a month. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing who the Giants pick number one overall. Yeah. So. All right. Well, hey, look what happened last year. The Panthers took Bryce Young, and it ended up working out great for the Texans taking the second quarterback overall. You'd rather have one pick, but yes, you're right. Uh, okay, it's time to go now because it's time to go. Carm's calling it. It's shocking. I know. That is shocking. Follow us on Twitter at CHGO <laughs> underscore Bears. I'm at, at Adam Hogue, at the Carb, at G Briggs Jr. 23. I'll never do that again. That was the worst wave ever. Thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come to the watch party on su- Sunday. AllCHGO.com slash events. Uncle Bud's in Oak Lawn. We're going to be watching the Bears game there pre and post. Having a great time. Go check us out. Hit that like button. Hit subscribe. Appreciate you. We are back tomorrow with Baldy at noon right here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Talk to you then. We all silly like the mayor. 